Praise God. <clears throat> My name is Brother Solomon Igosangwa Shibairo. By the grace of God, I'm born again. I, again, by the grace of God, I'm an elder training in City Church of Christ Fellowship. Uh, our church is located in Nairobi City, uh, capital city of Kenya. We welcome you to fellowship with us if you happen to be passing by in the city. Uh, this morning, I am again uh, reading uh, the Bible with the theme that we are having this year, as is read to us on Sunday by our presbyter. We may go to Isaiah 54, verse 2 to 4. Isaiah 54, 2 to 4, and it reads, Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cord, strengthen your stakes, for it spread out the right, to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. You will not suffer shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. This was um, I saw referring to the future of Zion and uh, he was using the scenario of a barren woman who never bore a child and is being encouraged to expand their tent, to expand their place of um, sitting. Um, it refers to generally to Christians who probably after a very long time of salvation or um, a long time in probably in the whole life, they may not have anything to put their hands on and claim that this is what has happened to me. Isaiah here is telling us, with God, all things are possible. And he, uh, he's referring to us and if, uh, uh, equating us to that kind of a woman who is barren who never bore a child, that we shout, you are never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has husband, say the Lord. And then he tells us, enlarge the place of your tent. You know, if you have children, many of them, you need space for them to grow. Uh, this weekend I was so blessed, uh, maybe say from um, last Thursday to Monday, I have in my home abode in uh, the shacks, as people may refer to Oshago. I have a small house, and at some point I housed almost 18 people, almost four people in every room. And I, I used to think uh, it's enough for me, but I realized it isn't. I need to expand my tent curtains wide. God is saying we, we, we improve our expectations. Should they go? The scenario is used for the barren woman. A woman who never had any child, but now she has many. 
the same way as a Christian who never had anything. But God is saying in this year, we need to increase, we need to expand, expand our horizon in the very many aspects that we have been taught during the week. So let's pray and then continue. Father in heaven, we thank you for your beautiful message. We thank you for preparing us for expansion. We thank you for preparing us for increase, oh God. We were once referred to as barren, who were unproductive. We who could not be called a people. And now we are called a people because of you. This morning we pray, Lord God, may you open up our mind, open up our heart, that whatsoever we share shall be used in our life for the growth of the kingdom of God. Father, may we spread up our horizon. May we spread out our horizon in everything we do. We love you. We bless you. Reveal your word to us. Open our mind by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, let's read uh, for us to continue. The topic that I have today is taking care of ourselves. The whole person taking care of ourselves. In brief, how do you take care of the whole person? Um, we shall, in order to read this, let me refer to us to Matthew 22, 37, where Jesus said, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. It's being referred to in Deuteronomy 6.5 where they increase the mind, the mind, the soul, your strength. God is going physical in this. Both the physical is referring to both the soul, referring both to the physical body and also, uh, of course, the spirit. My uh, fellow elders have been preaching to us in all other aspects in which we need to increase or expand. But today, allow me to concentrate on myself or the whole person. God expects us to take care of ourselves. As he has referred to here, that one way in which we love God is through our heart and through our soul and with all our mind. We need to love God through all those things. And therefore, God is telling us, if we love God, then we should mind ourselves, number one, in the body. We have to love our bodies. Then two, we have to love ourselves in our heart or even the soul. Well, we've learned, we used to be taught, I'm a good student of the late Eton, and he referred to me as the soul as being in the mind, being the emotions, uh, and being the reasoning part of our, that's the mind, emotions, um, and the, the way we guide it, and our heart. So, when you're talking about uh, 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 the soul, God is saying that there are very many aspects that we need to take care of. For example, the mind. The mind is a part of that soul that deals with reasoning. For example, we know 
that if you add 5 to 4, it is supposed to be 9. It is the mind which is reasoning. It's telling us 5 plus 4, uh, if you had, for example, 5 sticks and uh, other 4, if you add them together, you will count 1, 2, 3, 4 to, to 9. This may sound easy on us on everyday life, but I want to tell you when the mind is not right, even that reasoning is not there. When the mind has been disturbed, for example, with something called depression, you do not happen well. You'll find that um, uh, you can't reason, you cannot concentrate, and you cannot do things as a normal person ought to. So God is saying that we need to take care of our minds. As we speak now, uh, one of the most recent things that people have been complaining is that because of hard uh, living standards or because of many pressures that we have, people have lost their minds. There are very many people who are uh, um, uh, who are suffering from depression. Uh, some have become schizophrenic. Some, probably because of taking a drug here and late, their minds cannot reason. Uh, they cannot uh, reason, they cannot add, they cannot do all kinds of things. God expects us to take care of that part of, of, our, of our bodies, of our soul. Uh, I've mentioned a few things that may spoil our mind. One of them is uh, stresses. Yes, um, Jesus told us in one of the verses that, uh, that we be of good cheer that in the world we shall have trouble, but we be of good cheer that you overcame. The point is, things which affect our reasoning and all that are always there and causing stresses. We need to uh, accept that uh, in real life, but we know whom to take these stresses to. That's God the Father. We need to export it there. Unfortunately, there are people who may not realize this fact. They put all challenges in their mind, in their heart, such that um, those things become heavy. And that's why uh, they may lose that mind. Another way in which you lose our minds through drug and substance abuse. Uh, the children who take out drugs, especially, for example, cocaine, bangi, and all that, those things affect their mental capacity. They cannot concentrate on work. They cannot reason. They cannot use their mind well. So God is saying we run away from such things, things that affect our mind. There are many other factors too that could affect our mind, including our health. If our health is affected, for example, in the recent times, I noticed, like last week, it looked as though many people were dying of cancer and being buried, even when we are supposed to be enjoying uh, Christmas. And one part that cancer has been affecting people is in the brains. And when one has been affecting the brain, of course, when the brain is pressed, then the mind, the reasoning is also affected. 
God wishes us to have healthy bodies and therefore good minds. In the new year, where we are preparing for instant expansion, God wants us to expand, especially in our emotions. Emotions. And there are two extreme areas uh, in emotions. Of course, the extremes in between. One is um, uh, where we manage love. Love is one extreme area of, of emotions. And the other extreme is hatred or anger. Um, the one extreme of love, God is encouraging us to do that. That's why I said in, in uh, Matthew 37, love the Lord God with all your heart. We need to love him with all our heart. Of course, we cannot love him with hatred. We need to love him with all our heart and with all our soul. God expects us to love. Mm. I may not be having a class of love, but we all know, and maybe you have been taught in our church, there are three main areas of love, which include eros, filial love, and agape. Um, of course, we know the other two, but let me concentrate on agape. Agape means uh, unconditional love. There's no reason why you should love, but you decide you love anywhere. The same way uh, Jesus loved us. We found us when we were terrible sinners, and even now we are sinners, but he started, he has decided to love us. God expects us to operate in the same realm. In the new year, we need to practice love. Love, love, love should be a vocabulary to ourselves and to others too. We may need to love unconditionally, um, just like God did it. Uh, so um, the other area is the willpower. Um, when we talk about uh, the soul, the, the other part remaining is the willpower. Uh, do you want to do something? Yes, there are very many people resolving at the beginning of the year. They do a business. Maybe they'll do an education. Maybe they'll have a certain uh, regime of exercise. Uh, but whether that happens or not depends on the willpower of some people. Some people resolve this. For example, if they resolve, they do exercises. They go one weekend of running, probably three kilometers, and they feel the whole body paining. The word of God, we need to be determined. We need to be uh, um, um, to be concentrated on that. Allow us to, I'll go that in a moment. But the point here is that we need to tune our soul such that we have the willpower. The willpower. Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Maybe you have resolved that this time you are going to to eat a certain uh, regime of food. What determines on whether you succeed or not is your willpower. Some people try some things within the third day they give up because they have a low willpower. So God is saying we need to love the Lord God with all our soul. That's with our mind, with the emotions, and the willpower. This year, it must be aligned to God. The second area apart from the soul is the physical body itself. <laughs> ah, the body itself. What do we do? We need to love the Lord God with it. We need to take care of our physical bodies. 
Let's read First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25-27. It tells us, First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25-27. It says, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Hmm. Yes, we are not supposed to take to joke with our bodies. This year for us to take care of ourselves, there are things we need to do our bodies. God expects us to take care of the body. One, we need to keep it clean. There are some people who don't even shower. They take days to. Some people don't even brush their teeth. So they walk around smelling their teeth or even their legs. And so God expects us to be clean, to be hygienic, to look, to smell well. I've talked about the physical cleanliness. Number two, God expects us to do exercise. We, some people have been become unhealthy because they don't exercise their bodies. They're just seated. God gave us limbs, especially the legs, so that we can exercise. In doing so, we keep healthy. You bind the extra sugars in the body, and therefore you do not have lifestyle diseases like diabetes. God is expecting us to exercise our bodies for health purposes. Three, God expects us to take care of what we eat, the nutrition. We are not expecting just to eat anything out there. Mm, like people are known to take what you call fast foods, which not only have a lot of carbohydrates, they have a lot of fats, and therefore they affect the health of the body. They have bad cholesterol, they have a lot of salt. All those things are not good for our bodies. They lead to blood pressure, they lead to diabetes, they lead to cancer. God expects us to take care of ourselves in what we eat. For us to maintain a normal BMI, body mass index, we need to take care of what we eat. For us to protect ourselves from certain diseases and maintain a healthy body, we need to take care of our bodies by taking in vitamins, some form of carbohydrates, and even in a larger mind, proteins. God expects us to take in minerals for our bones, for our teeth, for our eyes and all the like. So we need to take care of our body that. Finally, but not least, God expects us to rest the bodies. When we feel tired or when we are tired, God expects us to rest. I'm one of those who have really broken this rule that I sometimes overwork and sleep midnight and all that. It's not healthy for the body. The body is designed in such a way that we need to sleep between uh, 
I believe, minimum six to eight hours in the night. And the, the more, the better. That way the body works well, the physiology of the body works well, and one remains healthy. We don't take time to rest. And by resting, I don't only mean sleep. We also need to take time and go out there. Take your leave. I am preaching for myself here. Um, we need to take leave out of work and do something just different. We need to visit friends so that we get out of the normal routine and therefore we get rest. It's recommended, it's good for our health and all that. Yes, so that was the second one that we need to take care of. I've said we need to take care of our soul and then we need to take care of our health. Um, I want to finish by saying there are many things that we may want up to do, but allow us to read Proverbs 23:7. Proverbs 23:7. Please rush with me to Proverbs 23:7 with your Bible. I'm finding it tricky for myself. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. It says, uh, sorry, Proverbs 23, 7. It says, for he is the kind of man who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. Okay. Um, I use this adage um, on two things here. Uh, this someone is trying to tell you eat and drink. Um, but his heart is not with you. God is trying to tell us here that we should have good hearts. Our soul should intend well. We do not have to hide things under the sleeve. It's not good for living. In brief, we should not be sinners. Then the other thing here is the issue of thinking. Thinking and worrying about costs. Thinking and worrying about costs. Like for example, many of us don't take care of rest holidays because we are worried of costs. I would use this money to help and do X, Y, Z. So why waste it on holidays? My brother and sister, it's not good for you in the mind. It's not good for you in the body. In the long run, you harm yourself. We need to not worry about costs at times. Let's plan and have rest. So I've mentioned two things today that we need to take care of, of the whole person. I've mentioned about the the the, the the, the, the soul, and again, about our physical. Finally, number three, we need to take care of ourselves in our spirit. And that's why we must read the word of God. We don't become empty. You know very well, brothers and sisters, if you don't fellowship in church, if you don't, when you don't fellowship in church, there's no fellowship with the others. Therefore, you are not spared in the word. Soon you'll find yourself backsliding. 
if you don't read the word of God, you will not be in-depth in the word of God. And therefore, you will be like seed which is sown on a rocky ground. When the sun becomes scorching, you dry up. The reason is because you are not grounded in the word of God. We need to be grounded in the word of God. We need to speak. We need to share. We need to practice prophecy. We need to spread this word of God. That way we should be taking care of our spirit. And and therefore obeying the word of God. So this year, we need to take care of our spirit. We need to be grounded in the word. We need to be listening to the words of God. We need to be sharing. So allow me to end there and just pray and ask God that we love him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength, and with all our mind. Our Father in heaven, we come before you. We thank you, Papa, as you prepare us for increase and for expansion for this season. God, we have stagnated on this mountain for long. Allow us to move. Father, we are like barren women, a barren woman, but today you have told us, commanded us to expand our tent because we are expecting an increase in the number of children. We are expecting an increase in what we do. And today we are expecting an increase in the way we care for ourselves. Father, we pray, touch us in the soul, touch our mind. Father, may it not all go deteriorate, but rather may it be light and right with you. Touch our mind that we may it may be able to reason, oh Father. It may be able to concentrate. It may be able to do things as a clean mind, oh Father. Father, allow us not to engage in things that affect the mind, including alcoholism including pressure, including stresses. We command the spirit of pressure and stresses to go to the pit in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, allow us, oh God, to think right. May we not be overthinking over wrong things, but we may we meditate on righteous things to do. We love you. We bless you. Father, allow us to take care of our emotions. Father, may we not, oh God, entertain bad things in our heart and entertain anger, entertain bitterness, entertain hatred. Instead of Father, may we know how to love and share this love, share care. God teaches on how to take care of others emotionally. Lord, we love you. We bless you. Father, sometimes our willpower goes down, even in doing work, even in doing business. We are praying this season. This time, 2023, will be a time when we shall be willing and moving on to do the right things. May we not be discouraged, but may we move on because we know as we move, you are with us. Father, allow us to will to do the right things. Oh God, may we do. The journey may seem so hard, but oh God, with you, we are willing to move ahead. Thank you, Lord God. May we still love you, oh God, with our heart. Lord, we pray today we shall love you physically, oh Father. May we take care of ourselves, Father. We pray that you touch our heart, that we may take care of ourselves in form of the hygiene, cleanliness. Whatsoever we do, Father, may it not be dirty to cause disease. May we live clean life. May we 
clean our clothes, may we clean the bedding, may we clean our rooms, may we clean wherever we are. Father, we love you, bless you. For God, you said that cleanness next to godliness. Father, may we do that, we pray. We pray, Father, that, oh God, we may take care of ourselves physically. May we learn to exercise. Sometimes we get into sickness, because lifestyle sicknesses, including diabetes, including blood pressure, because we are not taking exercises. Our bodies are meant for exercise, even a simple walk. Father, may we this season exercise our bodies, including walking, including doing physical work, manual work, for it's good. You said to us that the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It is a church in itself. God, how can the temple not be taken care of, not be cleaned, not be aired? Today we pray. Allow us to do that, we pray. Oh, you are worthy to be blessed. You are worthy to be washed, we pray. Father, we pray. You allow us, oh God, to take care of what we put in the body, what we eat. May we eat rightly. May we eat the right size of vegetables. May we eat the right kind and size of um, carbohydrates. May we take care of our um, proteins and even minerals and vitamins. Father, for increase in immunity of our bodies, Lord God, for that to happen, we must take care of our foods. May we not go into junk food. May we not take care uh, into our bodies food full of sugar, food full of uh, carbohydrates, and even bad cholesterol. May we mind our health, we pray. Oh, how we love you, how we worship you. Finally, Lord God, we pray you allow us to take care of ourselves in the spirit, Papa, in having a relationship with you through salvation. May we grow in that area, we pray. May we learn to grow our spirit man by reading the word of God. Father, may we be grounded in the Bible reading, in the Bible study. Lord, we love you, bless you. We pray today that you teach us, oh Father, to immerse ourselves in your word. May we fellowship in church. May we fellowship at a place of work and in everything we do. Touch us, we pray. We love you, we bless you. Papa, thank you for everything. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for answering it. Thank you, Father. And now we want to pray that you be with us, oh Father, even as we leave our homes today. May we do things that take care of ourselves, both in the soul, in the physical, and in the spirit. Father, may we take care of ourselves, we pray. You are worthy to be blessed. You are worthy to be washed, we pray. Receive the adoration. May you grant us health. Wherever you go, Father, I pray you may heal those who are sick. Father, your word says that by your stripes you are healed. You took away infirmities and healed our diseases. God, remember us, we pray. May you provide finances. May you provide food. May you provide shelter to those who are in need. Oh, how we love you, how we bless you. In Jesus' name I pray and believe. Amen. May you therefore have a blessed day today.